Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my friends. It's Aaron from What Culture here in one of my weird locations, because you know the deal. If you're a long-time watcher, if you're a brand-new watcher, it's just going to be confusing. Sometimes I have to go and do things in my real life. Does the ups and down train never stop? Let's talk to my own finger. It says no, so we take the fop, the finger of power, and we give the good bits of map. The bad bits are down when it comes to AEW Collision, which despite all the craziness of the internet, I thought was a pretty good show. So before we do start, let's run through the 1980s-esque promos that didn't start this episode of Collision. So we had Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli going, oh, we're going to beat Big Bill and we're going to beat Ricky Starks. Then we had Ricky Starks and Big Bill, and Bill was all like, ha-ha. Look at my shoes. They're still covered in the blood of John Moxley. I looked off into the distance and I thought, Bill, that's a weird thing to say. And we had John Silver and Anthony Bowens yelling at each other, which was a bit weird. Because at one point in time, it was meant to be Bowens versus Evil Uno, and then it got changed. I don't know. What are you going to do? As they had shouted at each other too, we did start with Big Bill and Ricky Starks taking on the Blackpool Combat Club. And this rocked my boat. As I already mentioned, some people have been like, oh man, AEW Collision is no good anymore. And there are a few things on this episode that we will talk about. But overall, it was filled with good matches. We started pushing brand new people. That gets me excited. And look, there's like 72 hours of TV every single week when it comes to wrestling. Let's try new things. It's also awesome to see the biggest of Bills in this kind of a matchup because he didn't look out of place at all. I mean, he's dealing with Moxie, he's dealing with Claudio, he's teaming up with Ricky Starks, he's going against Brian Danielson. And you'd still be like, yeah, I totally believe him, especially because the man is massive and he started off by being a super massive powerful man. He was also throwing Brian Danielson around like he was a child. Don't do it. <laughs> Which is when Brian came back and started to kick his leg. He knows the deal. Chop down the tree. We then got the best tag ever, because Brian essentially had no choice but to tag in Claudio. Because he was like, oh man, I can't move anymore. And to be fair to Castagnoli, for a good old while there, he went toe to toe with Big Bill. Boy, he just whooped his ass. I mean, eventually Billy Boy came back with his double clothesline. If you've got super quiet, you can hear Adam and Cole and Jeff going, you son of a ditch. Ricky Starks then noticed that Brian Danielson was on the outside. He hates him so much, he just started to give him some blows when we put the American Dragon back in the ring. Honestly, bless his heart, bless his tootsie toes. Big Bill just wrecked him. Brian knows what he's doing. He got booed in the head too after Ricky distracted him, which is when Castagnoli got back in there. And his plan was, right, Big Bill, I'm going to hit you with 68,942 strikes and we'll see what happens. When he even went for the giant swing. I was like, please give him the giant swing. He didn't. Thankfully, just gave it to Ricky Starks instead. Starks then did get a one-two, ooh, after he hit the spear as Claudio and Big Bill went fighting over Barry Barricade. And this is when we got an astonishing ending. 
I liked it. So Starks basically distracted the referee. They didn't know what was going on. So he smacked Daniel Bryan, excuse me, Brian Danielson, right in the testicles. And he hit the Rochambeau and he got the one, two, three. I was like, ooh, lally. He actually did it. Mr. Burns had won it. That ain't the right Simpsons thing at all. The best part, though, is that later on, we did see Big Bill and Ricky Starks again. They were like, oh, I can't believe I'm not on the pay-per-view again. So next week, Brian, it's you and me <laughs> in a death match. I actually shouted out, what? That is going to rule. Let's get it up. Then you got a quick reminder that the Mogul Embassy and the Elite have fallen out with each other when we cut to Hangman Page and the Young Bucks. They're not happy. Given this is going on down, though, and because Brian Cage is involved, they want to take on the Ring of Honor six-man tag team champions trio super-duper people at Grand Slam, and that's happening on Wednesday or Friday. It's one of the two. It's happening in New York City. Once again, I search my feelings. I totally want to see that match. But then cut to Powerhouse Hobbs, who has added a new chapter to his book, and he's called it Destruction. I was like, William... That is the most wrestling thing ever. It is, of course, focused on Miro because he wants to go round the houses with him again. When we cut to Miro, he's like, damn, my stupid hot wife, she's got me really annoyed. Given that he wasn't able to humble Hobbs, though, because he is still writing in his book, these two have to collide again. Obviously, the show's called Collision. So one, absolutely get it done. And two, let's do more in-ring interaction between these two hosses. That way is just more fun. But with that said, these were pretty good. When we got the match that everybody is mad about, just calm down. For FTR is doing their AEW tag team title open challenge thingamajig, where they will take on anyone because they want to cement their legacy as the best team ever. That meant this week it was the Iron Savages with James Jameson. And look, I'll tell you this. I love these guys. I think they're so much fun and I think they're good. But they have been doing excellent work on Ring of Honor, etc. So why wouldn't you call them up and give them a match on TV, especially against someone like Cash and Dax? Then they can only get better. If you rest on your laurels in like 10 years, you're not going to have any brand new stars. The internet's going to be mad then anyway. Jameson was also trying to cause a distraction here, so he got wham with the shatter machine. That made me laugh, because this guy totally gets it. Where Boulder and Bronson just absolutely decided, look, can you see how large we are? And we watched the first match, and now we're going to kill you. They also hit this massive tree slam, and I was like, you don't even care about the forest. And even when Cash tagged in Dax and Hard was like, I've got a plan. He got absolutely flattened too. The big problem though is that Boulder got carried away with himself. I mean, he must have been having a conversation with Chris Redfield because even though if he had just stuck to his power game, we may be having a different conversation. He went for a moonsault and he missed Celavi. By this point, FTR had taken all their MP and my word, they hit this massive shutter machine for the one, two, three. And look, we're just putting building blocks in place here. And if you don't build the house, where the hell are we all going to stay? What? I should have mentioned they also did the powerplex after the Shat Machine, so they were all over it when the workhorse men came out. And again, we're just carrying the story. And now look, for the people that are going crazy, I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler. At the next pay-per-view, it's going to be FTR versus Aussie Open. And if you saw their other match, that was absolutely fabulous. Give me a lap. And then, yes, it happened. Let's just talk about it. So Lexi Nair and Keith Lee were about to do a promo when the director or the producer stuck his hands into the shot and said, take 22, 3, 2, 1, go. So the big question now is, one, was this some kind of a joke? Because, again, they did do this later. We shall talk about it. Or two, did we just make a production mistake? I'll let you know my feelings. I don't care. Let's say it was an error. Big whoop. People make mistakes all of the time. But really, when you look at it like a sensible human being, take 22 for Keith Lee just to do a promo. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm Keith Lee. I'm great. I kind of think this was a little bit of a troll. Doesn't mean it was a good one. Doesn't mean it was a bad one. But the headline should read, 
everybody needs to calm the flub down. Because all I really care about is that Shane Taylor interrupted here. He's got a new friend in Lee Moriarty. And he was like, listen to me, Mr. Lee. I just had a big men slapping man meat match with Samoa Joe. And I want more man meat. I pick you. They're going to be pumped up right away. And it also means, yes, it's definitely done. It's definitely dead. It's not coming back. We are never going to get Keith Lee versus Swerve Strickland. Even though Swerve smashed Keith in the head with a brick. So I am moving on from it now as well. And we're going to give it one final down. Because this match should have happened. The most worrying thing is... We're never going to know why it didn't. Well, we did get Anthony Bowens versus John Silver. I just want to throw it out there into the ether. I hope we do do the Evil Uno match at some point. This was pretty damn good. Silver won the night beforehand as well, because he grabbed the microphone. He's like, listen to me, you acclaimed member. I did some Googling. I did some research. And scissoring is not what you think it was. I died. So any kids, you'd have to be muffing their ears. Don't listen to him. Don't listen. He'd also found out that Max Caster and Billy Gunn were banned from ringside. I was like, who the hell put that in the deal? I smell shenanigans. Anthony didn't seem too bothered about this at all because he murked Johnny Hungy and gave him a famous for a one-two ooh, which is when Jonathan came back into this. This guy's hilarious. All he does is combos. He's like a Mortal Kombat character. He also hit this awesome and fisherman suplex for another one-two ooh, which is when Uvaludo popped up and he was like, ha, ha, I'm very upset I wasn't in this match. And he threw Bowens right into Rita the ring post. The thing is though, when Ant got back in the ring, Silver just basically booed him in the head and he pinned him for the one, two, three. I'm like, man, I don't see it coming. But now look, we have had all those videos recently for the Dark Order, so why bother even producing them if you're not going to give them a push? Also, they're a really good group. They've been there since day one. There's so much more we can do with them. I am giving this an up. Also, the Dark Order versus the Acclaim for the trio's titles. Warm and fuzzy on my tum tum. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And then Eddie Kingston usurped John Silver because he won the evening. Just like that. Also, let's bring in the does Eddie Kingston know wrestling is a work machine? And the answer is no. He has no idea. This was just wonderful. I can't even do it justice. You have to go and watch it. If you want to walk into my house, I saw him and it was the promo of the year. I'm not going to argue with you. And as I say, each and every single time. 2024, Eddie Kingston, AEW World Champion. For now, though, he should become the Ring of Honor World Champion, which may happen when he takes on Claudio Castagnoli at Grand Slam. And that's what he was talking about here. Castagnoli left him in the independence. He didn't do business. He left a bunch of potholes that Ed had to sort out. 
Now he's going to wreck this man. But again, he delivered it with so much fire. And you need to show this to the goobers that go, nah, that thing's not real. I don't believe it. Anybody could believe this. It is getting it up. When things got better, because it turns out Orange Cassidy and Hook are now best friends. There's not much to say either. They basically lazily fell into each other and said, man, should we be a team? Yeah, I think we should be a team when they had some Doritos. <laughs> Goofy wrestling for life. Here is my new number one want as well. I'm gonna put my hands together for this. Please just call them team. That's it. Coming to the aisle, it's team. Or well, failing that, you can call them hook juice. Either is fine. Which is when PB Smooth and Wes Barkley were in the ring. Now, you're not meant to know who they were in our limit. I didn't know who they were either. I don't even think they got introduced or even noted who they were. But the point is this. They must have been having the time of their life. They were in an AEW squash match. That is cool. But here on ups and downs, I want to start shouting this stuff out. They did get absolutely destroyed, though, because they were taken on Aussie Open. They ran wild. They hit the Coriolis. They got the one, two, three, which is when they got the mic and said, oh, FDR, we want to take you on at the pay-per-view. And I said, you damn right, you should do that. So again, no problem with any of this. It did what it had to do. Up. And speaking of stuff that was good, my word. Because this is why wrestling is so damn good. You can go from the serious grappling right into goofy wrestling for life, because we are now doing Tony Storm skits where he have totally bought into this 1960s, 50s Hollywood actress thing. She did it with RJ City. That's flubbing hilarious. We're also playing up this gimmick as much as possible because we had the lights and the pageantry. And in fact, Tony Storm didn't like the lighting. She was like, oh, what is this? An interrogation? I mean, I was howling. We also tapped into modern discourse about the wrestling business too, because Storm was like, what ever happened to this business? I thought it was meant to be about stars and making money. Not some people that just have a bunch of sob stories. She also said that AEW as a company wouldn't know talent if it slapped their tits off. So that's it. Just give her the championship and have her hold it for 79,000 years. The best part of all of this, though, is it's so wildly over the top and ties into her losing the title. You can kind of go, well, maybe Tony Storm was always like this. She was always crazy. And now these series of events have just brought it out of her. This is just amazing. And as ever, airs come out of nowhere. And let's continue to tap into it. How we have been tapping, it is absolutely getting it up. This is when we cut to Scorpio Sky, who was all like, oh my gosh, I've had so many injuries, but now I'm back, I'm going to beat Andrade. And he lost. <laughs> Stuff always makes me laugh. Surprise, surprise, it was very good, though. We haven't seen Andrade for a while either. So he decided, I'm going to leg whip and dragon screw you until I can't do it anymore. That's what he did. When he went for the double knees, though, Scorpio reversed it into the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment and surprise roll-up. It didn't work. As we have noticed recently here, ups and downs, its success rate is going down. What are we going to do? Sky then flew over the ropes into the sky, sorry, to hit a dive. When he got back into the squared circle, Andrade gave him this back elbow that was so stiff, you have to see it. I think it knocked me out. Thorpe then continued to keep going for the surprise roll-up. I don't think anybody told him this was not the week for it, which is when Andrade reversed it into the figure eight, and he got the tap-out victory. Now, the really interesting part is after this, Bullet Club Gold came out. They were like, yeah, we watched Collision, and last week you were watching us, Andrade. The flub is going on. Jay White especially was invested in this because he thinks Mr. Tranquilo is coming for his spot. So next week, we are doing Jay White versus Andrade. And I know people like to go, oh, AEW is nothing but a match factory promotion. Who the hell cares? This would be so damn good. And sometimes I just want to sit down and eat a bunch of Cheetos and watch a bunch of good wrestling. Give it a lap. We also got into a big brawl here and security did have to break them up. I was like, man, they actually did it. Usually security guards are really rubbish at this and bald. When we got a big video for everything between Kenny Omega and Ibushi and Don Callis and Takeshita, 
don't forget that picture when Don Akitesha are trying to kill Abushi. I mean, this is all kind of screwed up. It's also here when we found out there is going to be FTR versus Aussie Open. <laughs> we learned that it's going to be Shibata versus Nick Wayne for the ROH Pure title. And that next week on Collision, Rob Van Dam is coming. So fair play all round. It's not like they're not trying. It also means that we're living in the maddest timeline, which ties into what came next. It was the Righteous versus the Hardys. Huh. Now, once again, people are so mad the Righteous were on AEW TV, but this ties into the Iron Savages. They've been doing good work in Ring of Honor. Just give them a chance. If they swink, awesome. If they swim, okay, that's cool too. Just let it play out, especially because here they beat Matt and Jeff. I still think that's a big deal. The Hardys as well just kept on going for twists of fates, but it weren't working at all. And even the whisper in the wind was kind of screwed up. When, yeah, it looked like Jeff was ready to hit the Swan Tom bomb. He got murked. Because Dutch stopped that. He threw Matt Hardy into Barra Barricade when Vincent hit the Autumn Sunrise, whatever the hell his big move is called. And he got the one, two, three. I was genuinely shell-shocked. It makes all the sense in the world, though, because they got on the microphone afterwards and they were like, oh, man, we don't believe in the devil. We don't believe in the relationship between MJF and Adam Cole. And again, they are the Ring of Honor tag team champions. You do have to do something with them. So just have them beat the righteous. Do it on television. That will be fine. The righteous are a good team. I don't know what I'm doing with my hand. I'm giving it an up. Because as ever, not everything has to be five-star classic in the Tokyo Dome. And then we heard from Claudio Castagnoli, who's all like, Eddie, I'm going to kill you. And we got reminded it is going to be Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. at the pay-per-view. Maybe the best match we've had in many, many a year. And this is when Ricky Starks got annoyed too. We've talked about it. Deathmatch next week. Which then did bring us to our main event, which was Britt Baker versus Chris Stanlander for the TBS title. I thought this rule. Now, all I'm going to do is tell you to go and watch it and remind yourself of the story. Once again, everyone's like, oh man, I don't understand the end sequence here. There's no story. There is a story. Every single week we are saying, oh man, Chris Statlander was friends with Orange Cassidy. She was really inspired what he did with the international title. Now she wants to do the same with the TBS title and she's hard as nails. So after Baker had hit her with every single move she had, I mean, there was Canadian Destroyers and there was curb stomps and there was submission attempts, Statlander kept kicking out. And sure, maybe on this evening it didn't work for you, but she keeps doing it and she keeps doing it and she keeps putting in performances like this. Eventually you're going to be like, hoo-ha, this Statlander is great. So is that TBS title? That's the way. I also thought this was Britt's best match in ages because the crowd was so behind her as well. And also AEW and the two wrestlers did a great job making me go, I don't know who's going to win. Even though it turned out Chris Statlander was going to win. Baker then went for the Panama Sunrise, but that didn't work. So Statlander went for the Saturday Night Fever, that didn't work. When she made my day because she hit the most devastating move in all oh, sports entertainment. And she got the one, two, three. I am so damn excited about what we could do here. Because all of a sudden, she is right back in the frame. I mean, she beat Jade Cargill on Friday. It is getting an up. Watch this space. We also saw Julia Hart watching on here. So there's somebody else that can challenge. I'm going to repeat myself for the third time. Keep doing this. Keep building new stars. Keep giving it to me. I like Collision a lot. Let's get it out. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about Saturday night's Collision. I think I just said last night. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click the video on the screen. Go to whatculture.com and follow us on social media. Once again, I will be in my weird surroundings for a few days. Actually, it will change for down my ups and downs. But you can just guess what I'm doing. That's weird and creepy. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.